ora koutou katoa and welcome to this very special podcast where I'm joined by Alan McGregor-Reed, Hotu or Deputy Secretary of Te Pitahu, our curriculum centre here at the Ministry of Education. Alan, welcome. Kia ora, lovely to be here. Well, let's dive right into it. So, Alan, the Ministry has seen a lot of change in recent years with the Tomorrow Schools Review, which called for, among other things, a nationally-based curriculum centre and a stronger focus on supporting early learning services and schools and kura at a local and regional level through the establishment of an education services agency, which, as we know, that agency is now Te Mahou. I guess where I'd like to start off our conversation is if you could talk us briefly through that change and where Teputahu fits into that. You're absolutely right that over the last, I'd actually say four to five years, I've been with the ministry for about seven of those years, there have been really strong calls for the ministry to have a really clear and stronger presence when it comes to curriculum. Curriculum, to my mind, is the heart of teaching and learning and the ministry to be a Ministry of Education really needs to have a place and a space that clearly focuses on curriculum and the supports and services that go around curriculum. So in the establishment of uh, Te Paitahu or the Curriculum Centre, our ambition is really to have a curriculum centre that's known and trusted as the leader of our national curricula for Aotearoa New Zealand. So Te Whariki, New Zealand curriculum, Te Marautanga o Aotearoa, the systems and processes of assessment and aromatawai that that go alongside the delivery of the curriculum. Um, So that includes, obviously, our fantastic NCEA. And really importantly, that we are seen to be leading development and provision of services that work for teachers, kaiako leaders. So, so great. So, I, if I'm a teacher or a kaiako, what does what are some of those supports and services look like for me if I'm engaging with uh, the curriculum centre? What I'm often saying to the staff in the ministry that I work with is that people don't have to use the services we're offering, right? Teachers, leaders, they're professions, they're professionals. They can choose what they do or don't use in in delivering teaching and learning and delivering the curriculum. And what we need to build towards is being a place that works with the profession, for the profession, to provide services that teachers, kaiako, tumuaki leaders want to use. And they want to use them because they're helpful, they're useful, they're clear, they actually reflect the realities of being in a classroom. As part of building towards achieving that ambition, we now have a lot of curriculum expertise feeding into our work. We have a whole range of advisory groups which are made up of teachers, leaders, educational experts. You've got NCA professional advisory groups, we've got curriculum voices, we've got whakaruruhos. And equally, we have staff now in Te Paitahu who are, who are teachers, who are principals, who have the lived experience of being in the early learning setting, being in the classroom, grappling with the multitude of issues that teachers face every day. And that's really important for thinking about the services we provide and that we build towards. In our initial plans, we are overhauling our TKI to bring a, a modern online platform with curated resources, which people can look forward to next calendar year. And we're really excited about. Equally, people will have already experienced the Aotearoa New Zealand Histories content coming out from Te Paitahu and the resources that are newly available there to use. And over the next year or two, what we're really looking to do 
is provide real clarity in the curriculum documents about the most important learning, provide common practice frameworks that people can use if you think about literacy and numeracy, and then have both online supports and really importantly, regional supports for teachers in Kaiako. It was on that point that I wanted to pick up on actually, Ellen. The, you heard you say that you'd, you'd heard from the sector that they were wanting this and that, and you were looking to provide that through, you know, engaging with the sector. You've got the expertise coming in and out of Tapetahu, which is wonderful. How will you work at a, at a regional level to deliver that support? The Curriculum Centre, Te Paitahu, has been um, deliberately placed within Tamaho. We're part of Tamaho, yes, and we have an important identity as that centre for curriculum, but we are part of that education services proposition. How we will be working with the regions is having curriculum leads who are in the regions. The 38 at the moment who have been out and about over the last year or so, um, helping with healthy relationships, sexuality education, well-being, which we're going to be building on. And those curriculum leads are people who are on the ground, locally, in regions, who can both reach out to services and schools, to teachers in Kaiako, but can also be reached. And as we build more curriculum leads and, and expertise locally on the ground in the regions, that will not only be a place of support, it will equally be a place of insight for us back in Te Pautahu. What we need is to know what do people need? What's going to help? You know, early learning services, schools, they're busy places. There's a lot going on. One size does not fit all. <laughs> and what we think might be a great, a great product, a really helpful curriculum support actually might not be hitting the mark. So having that regional network of curriculum expertise that is working with early learning services, with schools, kura, that can also come back to us in the curriculum centre and say, hey guys, yeah, great idea. Maybe try something a bit different. Or, you know what? Uh, what we're hearing is actually uh, that learning area of the curriculum, uh, people are kind of struggling with it. It's not as clear as it needs to be or, you know, how might we think about tweaking it? So we want to have a curriculum centre that is constantly keeping an eye on our curriculum and on our assessment systems and evolving them incrementally so we don't have to go through big change programs. So what I'm hearing here, Ellen, is that we want our curriculum to be flexible and fit for local purposes and the unique context that schools in Kura are working in. Given the, the recent release of the Aotearoa New Zealand's History's curriculum content, perhaps that's a good example of uh, you could share with us what that looks like in, in a regional setting. What we really want is those documents to be clear about the most important learning that needs to happen while providing the flexibility for localisation and for innovation. When I take the refresh of the New Zealand curriculum, what's important there is we are doing a bit of a rebalance. So at the moment, the New Zealand curriculum is not as clear as it should be about the most important learning that needs to happen. And the feedback we've had from the profession and the ministerial advisory group is that actually people want a bit more clarity about the most important learning that should be happening in different learning areas. So if we take Aotearoa New Zealand histories, that content reflects what people can expect to see as the new framing, as the learning areas are progressively updated. And that new framing is around understand, no do, and providing much more clarity about pro progression. But at the same time, Aotearoa New Zealand histories must be localised. 
So that content has been done in a way that gives the clear signposts for the types of learning that should occur and some of the topics that actually should be covered. But it also provides the space for those local histories to be told. And really importantly, for local iwi to tell their stories and for their stories, which they own, to be told in a way that's authentic to them. And so when we think about the supports for Aotearoa New Zealand history, yes, there are some of those sort of national level supports, but really looking at how we work with our curriculum leads, with iwi and with the wider local community to provide that richness of local story and local context. If I take Otago, you know, great conversations with the Chinese community around the stories that are really important for them around the experiences of of Chinese miners coming through. If I go up to Auckland, a really productive work in partnership with Pacific communities about the stories that are important for them and for their children. And as I've said, a ride across the, the motu, really bringing to the fore those stories of iwi by iwi. So you, you've talked about your vision to see a more inclusive of curriculum. I'm curious as to what the how that reflects in the NCEA change program, which I know inclusiveness and accessibility are some pretty key goals. When you actually look across the work in curriculum and NCEA, there are common threads that go across them. And those common threads are making sure that there is coherence in what Tamariki and Rangatahi are learning and therefore what they're being assessed on, that what they're learning is engaging, is taking them forward in their lives in terms of future education, employment, just being, you know, citizens of Aotearoa and the world. But equally through all of that, to achieve that, there needs to be the inclusivity, the recognition of different learning needs, of different backgrounds. There needs to be identity, language and culture woven through. So the material, again, is relevant, is engaging. And there needs to be a reflection of uh, Mataranga Māori as a tonga of Aotearoa New Zealand and something that is, is both important as part of Titiriti, but is equally very relevant for not just Māori students, but all young people of Aotearoa New Zealand. So those threads are built not only through the curriculum work, they're also built into the NCA Change Programme. So the NCA Change Programme is about making sure that the NCA system is evolving to give those coherent pathways for young people, that the qualification they get actually reflects the most important learning, that they can be confident that that's reflected in their in the NCA and future employers or ongoing edu- you know, education institutions can be confident about that. But it's also about making sure that how assessments occur are inclusive so that assessment tasks aren't unknowingly preventing some students from taking part in assessment. So if you have a physical disability, how might assessments in chemistry be done in a way that you can still demonstrate that you have the chemical knowledge, the full understanding, even if due to some form of physical disability, you're not able to complete all of the actual experimental tasks on your own? How, how might the assessments be done in a way that all students can demonstrate their knowledge and competence of learning uh, without an assessment task actually excluding them. How can mātaranga Māori be reflected in what's assessed? How can our local knowledge, our local context be reflected in what's assessed? 
someone said to me a few weeks back, many of our current achievement standards for NCA, you could pick up and you could move over to, I don't know, Denmark, and right. probably still be able to use there, right? So how yeah. do you how do you have those assessment tasks reflect the identity, language, and culture here, and be be inclusive, be bicultural, be engaging, and really importantly, be credentialing the most important learning. So there's a lot of change afoot. That's that's for sure. So if you had a, a crystal ball, Ellen, and you could look forward five years' time, um, where do you hope we'll be? In five years' time, I hope that uh, we're at a place where the sector can say that Tamaho provides them with clarity about what's going on. So they don't have lots of different communications from lots of different people, but there is a, a clear place that provides them with the whole picture that Kayako teachers, Timuaki say, you know what, the curriculum's looking pretty good. This is looking pretty good. This is exciting. We want to work with this. And the services that we get from Tamaho and from Tahu help us in delivering that curriculum. And I hope that they would say that we listen. We listen to them and we change as we can and as we need to. Kapai, Ellen McGregor-Reed, it's been such a pleasure talking to you this afternoon about your vision and all the change that's going on in our curriculum space. Look forward to the next steps and hopefully to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much.